At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. To Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting. Coach Randy Taylor is bringing his 40-plus years of knowledge to you. This is Taylor Scouting. And now, here's Coach Randy Taylor. Hi, folks. This is Randy Taylor. They call me Coach Taylor, and and we're uh, doing another episode of the Up On Game Network Taylor Scouting Podcast. And uh, you guys, you know, you can catch us on the Up On Game Network, on all of the podcast sites like iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can get us on YouTube, on the Up On Game Network, Up On Game Presents, Taylor Scouting. And like always, we're being brought to you by LeVar Arrington and the Up On Game Network. Fired up to be here again. Uh we're going to talk about winning today. And my guest is Mike Napoleon, who happens to be my brother-in-law and is a very successful baseball coach at New Trier High School in Winnetka, Illinois. And in his spare time, he coaches a little football. So what I really respect about coach, and he'll probably give me a hard time that I was so complimentary, but What I respect the most about Mike is his ability to win with the hand he gets dealt every year. And as high school coaches, I think that is a normal process, but not everybody wins that way. This April, uh, Mike won his 951st game, which made him the winningest high school baseball coach in the state of Illinois. And that's, there's some good baseball being played in this state. So what I want to do is welcome coach. Uh, really glad to have you. And uh, uh, thanks for coming on. Well, thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate. Uh, and uh, just adding some, some uh, um, insights to the uh, program. I hope. Yeah, you, you will do just fine. I know it. You, uh, uh, 
so let's do this. Give a, give us a brief rundown of your coaching career. Not not a lot of d- details, but just kind of your path. All right. So um, after I graduated from college, I went to U of I, Champaign, and um, I got a job at Quigley South, which is on the south side of Chicago. And I was coaching basketball and baseball. And I was an assistant coach there. And um, two years two years there, and, and the job opened up at Notre Dame High School in Niles. It's an all-boys Catholic school. And uh, the head best baseball job opened up. And I applied for it, not knowing that I shouldn't, okay? <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, at 23 years old, I'm not sure many people would give me a chance to get the job, but I ended up getting the job. You know, you start throwing out names that uh, you find out who they know, that you know, and you start telling them, hey, can you make a phone call for me? And that's how I got the Notre Dame job. And I was there for six years, and then I left there, went to Danville Schlarman. I was there for a year, went to Providence, was there for five years, and then I uh, Providence in, in New Lenox. And then I went to uh, New Church High School, and I've been there for the, for the last 28 years. It, that's a it's a great career. I've followed you. I've been to a lot of those games. I think maybe I didn't make it to Danville, but but I'm not quite. I don't remember that. Uh, but and and so what I want to do is find out how many wins do you have now in baseball? How did you finish the season? Okay, so um, you know I'm not a counter. I have two sons that like to count my wins, and my dad, and they they're the, they're the counters. They keep. They, they tell me how many wins I have, but uh, at the end of this season, uh, we now have uh, 967. That, that's awesome, Coach. I I, uh, I want to talk about your kids. You and Melanie have a couple of very good coaches in the family. Uh, talk briefly about their journey a bit. Well, um, it started out with me being a young father and being a head coach and being a coach just being a gym rat myself, um, I t- I used to take uh, Dusty when he was a little kid, two years old, three years old, in a stroller to our practices, <laughs> to our games sometimes, to our JV games or whatever. And, uh, you know, it, it got to a point where Mel- my wife would be like, oh, they're going to hate it. They're, you're you're, you're going to drive them out of the sport. They're, they've been with you all this time. Well, <laughs> I got news for you. They're both college coaches now. <laughs> and enjoying life. So um, it ended up working out okay. Um, I'm glad that uh, they had the experiences of me being a coach and them enjoying the sports that I was coaching. So uh, both of them are big football fans. They both played football. They both really enjoy football. I'm sure that if they weren't in the baseball world, they'd be coaching football. So um, we still keep abreast of everything. We have a nap men uh, chat on our uh, on our phone that only the three of us talk to each other on and uh, my wife would be like hey uh, have you talked to the boys uh, yeah I, I have we've been chatting all day long you know so whatever whatever happens in the, in the sport world we'll uh, we'll feed back and forth so I think personally I've gotten to be a better coach as I've gotten older because I kind of listen to my sons and on what's the new new phases in baseball and you know like how they treat kids and I go to their practices and watch them coach and um, I'll pick up I'll pick up things and I think that's one thing that's 
has helped my career as well. And some of the technology probably that, that they see on a regular basis might have trickled to you. Yeah. Hey, Coach, is there a philosophy or goals you use to be a successful coach at this level? Um, well, I think one of the biggest things you touched on earlier that um, I have a district that feeds into our school. And uh, we're fortunate enough to have a very large district of 4,000 kids. But um, I firmly believe that that uh, having youth coaches in that you know of, almost every one of our youth coaches in our district has played for me. Let me say that again. Almost every one of our district youth coaches have played for me. They get paid two thousand dollars a summer, and um, and that's a credit to uh, the organization that lets them do this. But from eight 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 U on up, all the way up to thirteen U, I've had kids, and you know, there's three four teams per age group. So um, eight U meaning eight years old and and under. Okay, so the next one's nine U, ten U, eleven U, twelve U. So we have that many coaches that have played for me. And, you know, in a 28 year span, I guess you're going to have a lot of uh, alumni that want to get back into coaching. And, and that's, that's one thing that's, that has helped me um, develop kids at an early age. I also have, I'm, I'm also a big part of our incoming freshman camp. Our incoming freshman camp isn't just a week long thing in the summer. Our incoming freshman camp is a six week long thing. We do it for an hour and 45 minutes a day um, for five days a week for six weeks. And I'm there along with my two assistant, our two freshman coaches, and we get a good feel. And there's anywhere between 50 and 60 kids at this camp. And these are all kids wishing and hoping that they'll make the freshman team at Nutra. And I think that has something to do with us being good every year. <clears throat> we also develop our hitters um, with a, with a hitting camp. Um, we have hands-on with, and we have all my coaches except for one. All my coaches are involved in some way, some aspect of summer camp, whether it be evaluating kids, whether it be um, conducting a scrimmage um, and uh uh, doing drills, setting up drills, setting up stations. And I have a lot of, a lot of my coaches, except for two, that have been with me for the last 20 years. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, at the college and pro level, a key to success is consistency and stability in rosters and coaching staffs. A bit about like what you've been talking about. At the college level, you recruit to maintain that. At the pro level, you pay the players to maintain that. In high school, in my opinion, there's more of a steady turnover of talent uh, with graduation. And then you have the incoming freshmen. And not every class coming in is equal. You've talked a little bit about how you deal with that with the, uh, the camps and all those kind of things. Give me a little bit more of your process uh, of taking these kids from that the, the the summer, the youth, and all the way through to their senior year so they live through your program. Well, we first of all make sure that no kid from the district leaves to go to a Catholic school. Okay. So we we identify all the all the really, really good athletes. And uh, we make sure that we are in touch with them as far as saying, hey, you know, we have a camp coming up. You might want to come to this camp um, to inviting them, inviting a group of kids with the really good players included um, to come out to a home uh, baseball game, home basketball game, home football game, um, getting a, getting them on campus. Um, and I, I don't think it's recruiting. It's just showing showing them what uh, uh, you have to offer, you know, as far as a in-district school. Um, we uh, let it be known through Twitter and Instagram, uh, using social media of 
our kids doing well. And we've we had four kids go on to play college baseball this this past year. Um, two of them at the University of St. Louis, so or St. Louis University. So um, we've had a lot of success in sending kids to colleges. And so um, to say that, I just want to keep make sure that the best players are coming to Nutria and not leaving to go to a, a out-of-district school. Uh, that's number one priority. Number two, um, I think it's uh, a lot of it has to do with our lower-level coaches and getting them involved and, and me getting involved in the summer. Uh, to make sure that they're on the right track and what they're doing is improving. Uh, kids, kids grow at different paces. So though you got, might have a smaller kid, we might see a lot of good things fundamentally from him, but he, right now he's just physically weak. And then we get them in a weightlifting program. And uh, by the time they're juniors, they're, they're a, uh, a guy that is, is contributing on a varsity level. So uh, we keep higher numbers because we have a lot of coaches in our program. We have eight coaches you know, along with a volunteer. Our volunteer, by the way, is Kerry Wood. And, yes, it's the same Kerry Wood. So, um, you know, <laughs> just having his name be associated with our program uh, tends to draw kids as well. So, And his son's not a bad pitcher. Right. His son's going to be a, he's a, he's a 20-24 kid. Yeah. How well do you get to know your players? Um, well, very well. I'm a teacher at the school as well. Uh, we have meetings. Um, you know, I get to know them when they walk in the doors as, as freshmen because I've I've been at the freshman camp, and every I'd say 100 percent of them were at the were at the freshman camp. So they got to know me at a, at, a, at a young young early level. Some of them went to my um, hitting camps when they were in seventh and eighth grade. Um, so. They, I've known a lot of these kids. Some of them are younger siblings of kids that I've had in class uh, or older or younger uh, uh, brothers of, of ex-players. So the families have known me. I've been in the district. I lived in the district. Um, my sons have gone to school there. Um, and I'm a big part of the district, uh, just being a face of new career, I would say. Uh, in the athletic department, being a football coach and baseball coach. So I know the families. I, I really get to know them. Um, we have meetings with each kid in the fall about their previous season. And I let them know, and I, I'm a truth teller, Randy. I, I think you know that about me, um, is that I'll tell the kids the truth. I'll say it in, I won't sugarcoat things. I'll say it in a way they understand. And I'll let them know exactly where they where they where they are as far as talent wise goes. And if it's a problem in the classroom, I will let them know that, too, that, uh, hey, right now you're you're a, you're a C student. You need to get the grades up. Uh, you'll you'll have no place to go um, after you graduate here. No, no school is going to want you. You're going to be going to a, you know, maybe a smaller, uh, lesser school, maybe. I don't know. Um and if you have any aspirations about playing baseball, we need to get the grades up. So I let them know everything. I, I know what their grades are. I know what classes they're in. I know who te what teachers they have. Um, I know their families because we once the once the kids on are on the team, I start we start having parent groups and parent meetings and um, things like that. We have a parent get to know you uh, 
uh, thing the first week once the team is selected. Uh, we go to Arizona, and last this past year, we went to Arizona, and 100% of the family of the, of the kids were represented by somebody in their family. So, doing spending a lot of time with them during the season. Um, you know, we did a we did a um, we did, had a game at uh, at Guaranteed Rate Park um, this past year, uh, which is Sox Sox Park, and that was a big event. Um, we went downstate. We were third in th- we placed third in the state, so that was a big event. So you really get to know your families. You're you're called. They're called upon by me to to hey, we need treats for the bus rides home. We need this. We need we need uh, breakfast for the kids when they board the bus. Who's in? Um, I have I have uh, team moms that will take care of all that stuff as well. So yeah, I I know my families. <laughs> That's, and that that's kind of my next thing because I think we evaluate everything and and I know you don't like to say you're evaluating the player's family and their parents uh, or, or even their lifestyle or other activities but doesn't that does, does that impact the way you coach these youngsters sometimes well you got to know if they're um, if they're going through some hard times for whatever reason okay um, we had a situation this past year where we had a call. We, we had a call up a weekend in Bloomington because, um, a kid was going through a situation. So you, dude, you have to know what's going on with your kids' lives outside of baseball, outside the field, because if you don't, you're just, I don't think you're just in tune to what they're, what they're thinking. And I'll tell you what, that really you know, it's it's a bad situation, but we've turned it into something that is positive for a team chemistry and just it's the right thing to do, you know, at the time. So, um, yeah, you have to know your kids. Um, I don't think I don't think I know them as well before the see before they make the team. I don't use any of that as part of how they make the team and why they make the team. Um but once they're on the team, we really, really take initiative to understand who they are as a person, really get into their personal life a little bit, just so that if they if they're if they're acting out of character, there must be something going on. Have you changed your coaching style from year to year? I guess you could call it growth or you learn or that that kind of thing. Uh or, or is it just you've done everything the same way and the players adapt to you? No, I, I, I never do anything the same way. Um, there are some fundamental things, some fundamental absolutes that have to stay similar. And some of my older school drills still work today. Uh, but as far as philosophy and some goals, I think those have changed. And I think that my style, if that's a, if that I can use that, my style has changed a little bit because I think, I think I learned a lot when my kids were playing for me, you know, and how I would treat them as opposed to other kids. And I was like, this is wrong. I don't want them to dislike who I am. And I just, I just learned to be more mature. I became more mature. And I just, I started saying like 
better better ways of saying things. Let's put it that way. Um, I still get upset. I still get in kids' face. Um, and they know when it's coming. But, you know, what's funny, Randy, is that this past year I had I had seniors who knew who knew what I wanted and they would approach the kid that, that they would be lying to the kid before I got to them. <laughs> and they would go like this, snap, snaps, I got it, I got it, I got it. And sure enough, they did. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That that is a uh, that is a way that you have developed them as leaders, right? Or, or they they yeah. just have yeah. that in them. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think it has everything to do with developing leaders. And um, in fact, two of the kids that were doing this weren't captains. They were just seniors that have been with me for two or three years. So they understood. They understood. And they didn't have sour grapes because they weren't captains. Okay. But they were the guys that were on the bench or like one of them was a, a DH. So he didn't play the field. So he knew, he heard everything, and he was he was a, he wanted to learn. So much. the kid's going to Manhattan; he's going to go play baseball. So he wanted to learn. He was a sponge when it came to me talking, and so he picked up on everything. And he was he was accurate in everything he did this year. I was so happy for him. That's great. You coach a high school team, and you coach a summer travel. Uh, type team, or do they call them travel teams? But is there a difference between the way you you coach and or organize each of those? No, I mean, well, nowadays, Randy, I think you have to be in order to be successful. I think you got to 
be a 12 month a year coach, you know, unfortunately, even though I'm still coaching football now, but I think you got to coach in the summer. Baseball was meant to be played in the summer and we play about 25 games. We we're down. We used to play, we used to play 40 games, but uh, we're down to 25 games a summer and which is a good, good mix. I think um, of kids playing multiple sports, which we definitely encourage. Uh, do I, change the way I coach or no, no, I coach the same. I coach like each game is the seventh game in the world series, but you know, I, I but I still, I still, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not a guy that wants to win at all costs. You know, I, I want to see kids be put in situations and that's how I coach in the spring. I want to see them be put in situations where if they succeed, great. This is awesome. If they don't ex- succeed, I go, Oh, okay. We got to work on something. You you mentioned football. You're also uh, an assistant football coach uh, for the Trevians and are in the middle of of practicing and everything now. How what's the difference between coaching football and baseball? Uh, obviously, the sports are different, but just from a coaching and a and a leading and discipline and all that kind of stuff. What's the difference? Well, as you know, I'm not just a varsity assistant. I'm the offensive coordinator, which takes up way more time than being, than being like a running back coach. Okay. Uh, I'm scripting every play we do in practice for four days a week in practice. So, um, yeah, that's a lot. I, I, I'm taking more of a back seat as far as, uh, getting on, getting on personnel, getting on kids. Um, I leave that up to their position coaches. And if the position coach doesn't tell the kid, like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the play. He'll do something not right. And then he'll come back and he won't get, he, he won't get pulled and talked to. And I'd be like, Hey, whoever, like Mike, how come you didn't pull him out and talk to him? Oh, I was going to do it after. I go, no, do it and do it right away. So I'm kind of coaching coaches as well. So, um, I, which I don't mind. I don't mind that. But um, to, to say difference between the two, in, in I'm I'm that type A personality where I uh, like I'm an assistant coach, but I'll I'm I'm not really an assistant. Like I I. I take charge a lot, a lot more than a lot of coaches would if they're an assistant role. And, um, um, I used to get on kids a little bit more, a little bit more motivation during football. Um, at new Trier, it wasn't the number one sport. Um, you'd have to recruit more kids to get out, to come out. We have an unbelievable number of kids out right now. We have, we have over 80 kids on the varsity and listen to this, Randy, 73 on the JV team, 73 on the sophomores, 73 sophomores are out for football. It's crazy. That, that, uh, and, and, uh, when you get that kind of numbers, you're competing against other schools that are probably not even close to that. No. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure Loyola has a bunch, but, right. but it's like, schools. yeah. So, but I mean, be, between the two styles of coaching, I, I, I guess I used to be a little bit more boisterous in football, like every day, 
And in baseball, it would be only like two days a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we'll we'll wrap it up. It was great having you on the show. We talked about a lot of good stuff. And and again, I I know that uh, I I like watching you and I like being around the fact that how you do things because you win and you find ways to win and, and it's fun uh, for us and my wife and I, but do me a favor. Will you say happy birthday to your dad, Pat? Happy happy birthday to my dad. Absolutely. We won't sing on this, but we'll, uh, we'll say happy birthday. I will. 91 years old, man. The oldest Napoleon, the oldest Napoleon ever. Yep. You'll pass that. You're you're gonna go to. Oh God! Oh. You'll be 105. I hope I make the 65. <laughs> you will, brother. I love you, man. Thanks for All coming right. on the show. Right. Thanks and, a lot, and, uh, man. Appreciate it. Got it. I'm gonna wrap Thanks. it up here. Uh, the Up on Game Network, Up on Game presents on YouTube. Uh, Taylor Scouting. You can follow me on Twitter at our Taylor FB Scout. Uh, you can subscribe to the Up On Game Network. You can follow our podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. And uh, we just, again, thank you for having us on uh, your your screen or your monitor or your Spotify or wherever the heck you get us. So thanks, uh, thanks a lot, folks. Uh, and thanks, Mike Napoleon. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.